Well, there were two teams that I uh, never got to. So, or <laughs> sorry, not two teams, um, two groups that I never got to. So I thought, you know what? Why not just spend a little time um, focusing on them, kind of like uh, a, uh, a little bit of a um, vocalized uh, post-game two um, recap. So those two groups are the Nugent group and the Bayer group. So let's get it started. We'll start with the Nugent group. In the Nugent group so far, we have uh, Salt Lake City, Boise, Hershey, and Pueblo. So um, through two games, and obviously there's a lot more to uh, go down, but through two games, uh, it's been Salt Lake City. And I think people were, were curious how, you know, how, how Salt Lake City going to do. You know, they lost Jonathan Crowley, but, you know, they still got David Morgan. They still got Jaden Mills, um, Avery Green, Leith Ray. Um, you know, they, they still got some solid players. They only lost one starter from their team last year. So the question is, how are they going to do? And they replaced their 21-20 class, uh, or sorry, they replaced their um, 32-45 class with the one, with the 91 122 class. So they picked up commitments from Wilfred Simmons, Dominant Wednig, and Victor Head. Uh, Wednig looks like a guy that can do pretty much everything except shoot. Um, and yeah, he's not a good shooter at all. Uh, Victor Head has a little bit of shooting chops, playing small forward, 48%, 36.7 from three, 53%. And uh, yeah, but really what, what they ended up doing was putting uh, Lewis Hunt, the senior, in the starting lineup. And Lewis, so far through two games, you know, he's one of those guys that's a connector, six assists, 1.5 uh, steals, one block. So a block, a steal, um, doesn't shoot a lot, but try to get everyone else involved. Avery Green's been playing really, really good. So far, he's shot 56%, 33 points per game so far. So they started off with their game against Pueblo, the Anazai, and they um, they beat them. Avery Green went 13 for 18. Leith Ray went 9 for 20. And David Morgan with 12 and 12, uh, 6 for 12 from the field. Victor Head off the bench went 7 for 11 with 14 points. So that was nice in his little time that he played. And then they played their rival. They played uh, his dad, Hershey Colts. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they beat them, um, you know, not very efficient. They only shot 37% from the field, but they uh, won the game by uh, getting to the line 25 times and making 20 of them. So it's hard to, I mean, that'll help you for sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of Salt Lake City. They look good, um, but the schedule gets a lot harder moving forward. You know, next up they got San Antonio. And they got Hot Springs and then Wooster and then Boise. So Boise's actually the one seed. They brought in the 5'9 class, replacing the 68-47 class. And you get a guy like uh, Patrick Turgeon, 6'11. They get Isaiah B, but clear lead out of Conference 16. And then they get William Grant. William Grant's probably um, the best player in their class, 6'7, 49% from the field, 17 points a game. 
57.2% true shooting, 3.3 assists. Uh, yeah, the guy can play pretty well. And uh, and part of that 9-4 class, he's trying to figure it out. He, uh, you know, the first game they played, they played uh, Hershey and they lost by eight. Um, it wasn't a game I think they were expecting to lose, but Adrian Carb went off. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But um, George Rowland had a good game. They shot 49%, 60 from three, but they gave up 23 free throws. Um, they gave up 16 offensive boards. And, uh, I mean, and they gave up 53.8% shooting for, uh, for Hershey. So that really helps them, obviously. But that's a tough game to lose for Boise because um, – so in that game, he started uh, Roland, Hammond, Knudsen, White, and Albright. So he had, uh, yeah, he had basically um, five starters. I mean, last year, all he lost was Cody Nugent, but Cody Nugent was arguably the best player on their team other than Roland, maybe. Roland's a solid player for sure. And... Yeah, so he he has to replace and he did he used Newtson. Newtson did all right, but they lost. So this time he's like, Okay, I'm gonna start this second game, he started William Grant. They won one hundred one to seventy eight. So Boise's scoring some points. William Grant went ten for thirteen. What a game for him. Six assists, zero turnovers. Um, he played great. Another guy that played great was Austin White, ten for fifteen, eleven boards. A uh, block, a steal, and assist, or two blocks, a steal, and assist. Um, yeah, both those guys played really well. So George Rowland did follow out, but Cole Newtson did all right off the bench, going five for six. So um, I mean, and when you shoot fifty-eight percent from the field, um, it doesn't matter that you only went nine for seventeen from free throws. So hopefully that doesn't come up to bite them. Um, Boise's going to have some hard games. You know, coming up, obviously, with the last game against Salt Lake City. But next up, they got Wooster, and they got Rockford, and then they got Jefferson City. So this is by no means an easy schedule, which no schedule is in the PNTT. But it's something to think about for this team and how they are moving forward. Looking at Hershey, Hershey brought in the 141-126 uh, class. Uh, they replaced the... 203, 30, 229 class, they replaced, uh, yeah, they replaced, they, I mean, both, all their guys, uh, Justin Howland actually started from, from that group, probably mainly because hype, but he didn't do the best when he was out there, and he brought in some much-needed hype with this new class, um, you got Wesley Edwards, a 1-1 that he won, uh, Javon Ballou, um, Another six, so two six ten guys, that helps a lot. And so far this season, you know, he started Edwards with uh, his starting lineup from last year. So, and I think Edwards is a considerable upgrade um, in the starting lineup. And you know, you can see it. They they won and they won because of Adrian Card. Adrian Card, the senior, is really stepping up this year. He shot seventeen for twenty four in his first game. Um, I mean, he's always been great. You know, he won two-time conference player of the year, um, three-time first-team all-conference. So he's a solid player. A little bit of a, 
a little bit of a down tick last year. He didn't play quite as well, but you know, if if he keeps this up, he'll be he'll be fine. You know, he shot seventeen for twenty four and eleven for twenty. 35 and 25 points. Eight assists, two assists the next game. This guy, this guy's solid, and he can carry a team. So I like Adrian Card. I like how he plays. And uh, I think Wesley Edwards is, you know, the right move to put in there. So the second game against Salt Lake City, uh, they kept it close, you know. And uh, Wesley Edwards didn't have the best game, but Card did. And... Uh, he scored 25 points, but they're going to need other guys to step up. They are a great defensive team. They held a really solid Salt Lake City team to uh, 37%. But you look at this group, and it's pretty open, you know? Like, Salt Lake City, uh, so real quick for Hershey, you know, they got uh, San Jose, Glendale, and then Yakima. Yakima's going to be tough, and then they finish with Pueblo. I wouldn't be shocked if they went 4-2. and two. They could go 5-1 and one if they if they can beat um, Yakima. But this game against Salt Lake City was a one that hurt because you win that game and then you got the inside track to easily win this group. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if they did anyway. Their schedule isn't the craziest. Um, and both the other teams have already played Pueblo. Now, let's talk about Pueblo. Um, Pueblo brought the 209-228 class, replacing the 52-36 class. So you lose... Justin Johnson from the starting lineup. You lose a couple bench players, and they were already um, they were already losing a lot of talent. But you didn't bring back him much. You brought in a six seven and a six eight guy. Neither can shoot. Both can rebound a little bit. Nine point seven, nine point one from the center position. Um, it looks like it looks like Jabari O'Connor can defend a little bit with one point two steals and blocks. Uh, maybe the best player is Abraham Brigham's, uh, the um, six-one point guard. He shot a lot of threes, and he did shoot fifty-five point eight percent true shooting on eighteen points per game, four point five assists, one point nine steals. Um, so that's a guy, but he hasn't. Um, he put him on the bench to start, and it's not like he did. He did great. I mean, this team made the NTT last year, but I think it's going to be rough for them. They lost a lot of talent and. They didn't replace it. So, and to add to that, you know, it's it's a tough schedule. You got Fremont, then you got Macon and Glendale. Those are games that you know they could win, and then they finish with Hershey. So, um, looking at this group, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, this thing could go a lot of different ways, but I could see Hershey pulling it out just based on schedule. Now that Yakima game is going to be tough. Boise, um, you know that boy. So. One of Boise and Salt Lake City is going to pick up a loss with that last game. Boise also has Wooster, Rockford, Jefferson City. Three solid teams. Um, and then Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City has... Has uh, San Antonio and then Hot Springs and Wooster. So, and then they finish with Boise. So... Um, I wouldn't be surprised for three teams to go four and two in this group and uh, it come down to point differential. So with it coming down, if it does come down to point differential, um, you know, I, it, it's kind of hard to say, you know, who will win because, you know, San Antonio is playing pretty much as good as anyone not named Ann Arbor right now. Maybe Inglewood out there. But Salt Lake City's guys, a, a sizable lead with plus 26 We'll see if they can hold it. 
And that game, that game coming up for them versus San Antonio is looming large. So we'll see how they do in that game, if they can take care of business, if they can keep it even close. Um, you know, they should have a sizable advantage in this group because the rest of the schedule, though Hot Springs and Wooster are solid teams, they're not uh, world beaters or teams that you expect to get blown out by. So that's kind of what I got for the uh, for the uh, Nugent group. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, sorry, it was really quick. Solo pods are sometimes hard, but um, yeah. So, and then, but yeah, I guess I'll jump right in and start talking about the Bayer group. So the Bayer group so far, it's got Hot Springs, who maybe I was dogging on them a little too much. They're actually 2-0. They've taken care of business, beaten some really solid teams. They brought in the, you know what, they did bring in the 12-10 class, you know, and uh, they got James Hunley, Lucas Long in there, um, and they replaced the 33-30 class. So Lucas Long and uh, James Hunley, Joseph Cooper, not a bad player in himself. Um, they, they got some talent. So in their first game, they played uh, Huntington Beach. And Huntington Beach is a really solid team. Um, and they won by seven. Uh, they won by seven and, uh, in a high-scoring affair. Uh, James Hunley, the freshman, went nine for fourteen. You know what? I feel really bad, Coach Goland. You, I mean, I was I was a little bit ragging on your team when I was talking about the Nugent group before, where I was saying, yeah, you know, Hot Springs isn't that tough, but it's a tough game. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you guys are two and zero for a reason, and you got the inside track to win in the Bayer group right now. But that's all. Like, say, so same game will be tough for sure. So, I'm interested to see how it plays out. But um, great performance. I mean, you guys won because you got to the line 44 times. Let me repeat that. They got to the line 44 times against Huntington Beach. And, you know, if, I got to imagine that Coach, Coach uh, Respec was just furious, you know, with the referees. I mean, if I was, if I was coaching the game, I'd be like, why is why is Joey Crawford repping this game? And you know, we all know Coach Goland and Coach Goland's reputation precedes himself. He is a great coach. And um, you know, I think this recruiting class puts him in a spot in League Thirty One at least where he can compete and he can yeah, he can feel the team that it's like, okay, I got something to build around. I got something I can, I can count on, um, but you know, I mean, I don't think I'm out of line saying that he got a favorable whistle in that game. So that was a really big win for uh, for Golan. But I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that um, he got to the line 44 times, and how many more times? How many more times is that going to happen? You know, uh, you look at you look at Hot Springs' second game. They played Lincoln, and Lincoln they beat sixty-one fifty-three. Much much lower score. Uh, he only got to the line seventeen times that game. Uh, and in that game, Joshua Lloyd went eight for thirteen. That was big. 
The freshman had a hard time. Only went one for five. Lucas Long went two for 11. So that, those guys he was relying on, they didn't show up, but they played incredible defense. They shot 35.3% from the field. They held uh, Lincoln to 35.6% from the field. And the difference in the game was they shot nine more times. Now, the reason they shot more times was, well, they got five extra offensive rebounds, and they had seven less turnovers. So that really helps. And, yeah, Michael Kahn, the freshman sensation, he had a pretty good game, nine for 19. 11 rebounds, 5 blocks, 18 points. Um, Lincoln's a really solid team. Uh, let's let's talk about Lincoln a little bit. So Lincoln was the number one seed, and you knew they were going to take a step back without Anthony Bayer. Anthony Bayer is incredible, and he fights, and he's just such a great player. Now, they did land, I think, a 14-14 tie in Michael Kahn, but Michael Kahn is no Anthony Bayer. I don't care how many teams were on him. He is no Anthony Bayer. But for everything that he's not, there's a lot of great things that he really is. He's part of a 52-5 class. And that's that's something. You know, that's a big time that's a big time disparity. I'm not sure if that's more to do with how bad the rest of their players are. Uh, in this past they brought in a six six and a six seven guy. Neither guy seems to be um, have a very high game score at all. But, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, you know, Anthony Bayer was one of the national players of the year. Or uh, did he win it last year? I, I forget. He won, uh, yeah, he, he got league player of the year. <laughs> so that's just, a, that's just something you got to work through. And in their first game, they played Lance, they played their, he played his son. He played Jefferson City. And they lost by four points. Uh, he was having, he was having some trouble. Uh, Michael Kahn, maybe he got a little uh, stage fright. He only went four for ten in his first game. Andrew Patrick actually cut, uh, carried the load with uh, nineteen points and twelve uh, rebounds and uh, nine of twelve sh- shooting. They shot okay, um, high scoring game, but you know what it came down to was they couldn't they couldn't stop. Couldn't stop Bristol. Um, Bristol had 33 points on 21 shots. Uh, yeah, so uh, Lincoln has a solid team. What's what's Lincoln's upcoming schedule look like? If you look at Lincoln's upcoming schedule, they have they have uh, Carbondale, solid team. Then they got San Antonio, maybe one of the. I mean, I think they're one of the top three contenders for. The PNTT, obviously, with the defending champs. You got Ann Arbor, and then you got Inglewood, who, you know, um, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Inglewood, but we're not talking about that group. We're talking about the Bayer group here. And then they got Yuma, who, you know, Yuma put up a little bit of fight against Ann Arbor, so they're not bad either. Uh, and then they finished with Huntington. They got a tough schedule, and, you know, just going in an 0-2 hole is not is not something that was in the plan for Coach Bobsley. So he's got to figure it out, um, you know, not to mention that you get into Conference 26, and it's like it's not guaranteed you win Conference 26 either. Plainview's looking incredible with that team and that freshman class. So I really like Plainview there. Um, Now, uh, 
That being said, so we'll see what they can do. Let's, yeah, let's look at let's look at Coach uh, Respect, um, Respect, and you know they they lost that first game, and we already talked about it. It was a controversial, uh, it was it it was a controversial game. Um, you know, I mentioned like why they were wondering why is why is Joey Crawford refereeing this game. You know, Scott Foster was was refereeing the game too with him, so it was. It was one of those games where you look at it and you're like, wow, like, <laughs> are the refs really out to get us? Are they out to get us? Or, or um, you know, and then you, you play a game like that and you kind of think, you know what, okay, we got to cut back. And what happened against Jefferson City, I think, is fascinating. It, it was a fascinating development. Um, you got Jefferson City, who was dominated in the game. They're winning, and, you know, okay, so I'll, I'll say this about Bobby, okay? Bobby, um, Bobby's part of this uh, little text group that I'm in with a couple other coaches, and another one is uh, another person in there is Brad, and Brad's kind of the guy, I don't know, Brad's the coach of uh, Ann Arbor, obviously, so um, real quick about Brad here. Brad does this thing sometimes where he gets up in a big lead. Uh, he gets up in a big lead and he gets all excited and he and he starts uh, doing a booty dance. He calls it a booty dance. He's like, I started booty dancing because I did so well. Uh, I'm gonna win. And every time he booty dances, it seems like he loses the game. Um, well, I think that happened a little bit to Bobby here. You know, Bobby's not gonna admit that. Is booty dancing, but they were up 58-50 over um, Huntington Beach with nine minutes to play. And after that, they scored four points for the rest of the game. His non-point guards went eight for 42 from the field. They were they were playing great, and I feel like this was a little bit of a hangover for Huntington Beach. I know I obviously I'm talking a lot about Bobby here, but. I think it was a little bit of a hangover for Huntington Beach because they lost a game that they felt like they should have won. And then they go into the game versus Bobby, and they're, they've only scored 50 through pretty much 30 minutes. That's not that's not the Huntington Beach way in any means. And after that, they just went on a run. Um, they outscored them by 19 to finish the game and held, held Jefferson City to only four points or three points the rest of the game. Now, coming up for Huntington Beach, they got Ames, Wooster, Clemson, and then Lincoln. I think all those are winnable games. Wooster's a solid team, but they're still figuring some stuff out. Ames, you know, they got some chops there. Uh, but put some respect on Coach Respinek's name. Put some respect on it. He's got a solid team. He just beat a really good Jefferson City team. He got cheated out of the Hot Springs game. I think they're going to win this group. And, you know, after that game against uh, Hot Springs, things can go one of two ways, right? You can fold as a team. You can fold as a team and just give up. Or you can double down. And I think they were on the track to fold it. You know, you're looking at the score. It's 50-59. Um... And, and then they just go up and they just, just, 
they just locked down on defense. Yeah, five minutes to play. Jefferson City had 62 points. They finished the game with 62 points. They didn't score the last five minutes. The last five minutes and 22 seconds of the game. And that's a testament to the defense that's in Huntington Beach and what he's got building there. I like this team, and I think Huntington Beach is going to come away with this group. I think that was one of those flag-in-the-sand moments. So let's talk about that team. The coach who, you know, he wouldn't say it himself. Only Brad says it about himself, but he was booty dancing a little bit. They brought in the 146-171 class, replacing the 150-138 class. And I think this is something Bobby's been doing, you know. he's He's been pretty hit or miss. He'll, he'll go for big ties. He'll break big ties. And then he'll, or he'll go for broke, and he just doesn't. He got Robert McNair, um, a big man, 6'10". He looks like he's a solid player, but the other two, uh, I'm not sure. They might be walk-ons. They don't look great by any means. Now, McNair's currently on the bench, but, uh, you know, he didn't lose any starters from last year. Um, well, Ariel Wynn was a starter, I guess. But other than Ariel, he didn't lose any starters, so he put Nicholas Williams, and then he tried Jeffrey Bullock, the freshman, at, um, at power forward for um, one game. And, you know, this, but this team, this team is predicated on uh, Russell Bristol and, to a lesser extent, Dalton Wynn. But as far as Russell Bristol takes these guys, that's how far they'll go. And he's been playing incredible. 32 points, 64.4% true shooting through two games. Um, When you look at their schedule coming up, they got New York City, solid team. Reno, that should be a win. Reno's went back a little bit this year. Then they got Boise. So, and then they got Hot Springs. You know, if they win, if they only lose one of those games to Huntington Beach, Boise, and Hot Springs, maybe they can sneak in as an at-large team. But um, he's got some tough games. And that that game versus Huntington Beach was huge. So, uh, right now, the kind of the way I'm thinking about it, is Huntington Beach, who they, they brought in the 89-136 class, replacing the 189-203 class. And what do you replace a class like that with anything kind of solid? Uh, you, feel, you feel good about it. And, uh, yeah, you, I would say Huntington Beach has the inside track to win the Bayer group, um, as we speak. Even though Hot Springs is 2-0, and um, and they had that win against... Uh, against uh, Beach. I think it's going to be fascinating to see how it comes down. I think, um, yeah, I do think Huntington Beach finishes this uh, group 5-1, and one, and, uh, and Hot Springs blows one or two leads coming down the stretch. So I guess we'll see. But thanks for listening, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will talk to you guys later.